two elite comedians and not a joke in sight. Welcome to episode 32 of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, joined as always by my co-hosts Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film, The Kitchen. If I can find out why my wire shit is not working. Just one second. Hi, hi, hi. Hey, hey, hey. I'll be right back. BRB. AFK. AFK? What's AF? Is that real? I don't know what that one is. What's AFK? Come back. AFK is always. All for kicks? All for kicks. (laughs) I might go offline now very quickly. Just one minute. Goodbye. Goodbye. Can't believe he hasn't seen the QT. What the fuck? That's, I want to see it again right now. There's a billboard on Sunset of just Luke Perry, and it took my breath away. Like in the okay. in the character. Oh God Almighty! <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm even watching the new Nine Two One Zero. I've only seen the first episode, and it is magic. I have not been watching, but is that a serious recommendation? Yes. You really you think it's magic? Really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm not going to watch that. So yeah, to answer right. your question, I have seen the movie The Kitchen. Hmm. Um, I have not. I have to admit, I watched the trailer because I hadn't. I like had only vaguely heard of it, and I watched the trailer, and I was like, "This looks like pretty okay, good." The trailer not, made it look pretty good. It's not pretty okay, good. This is based on some sort of a somewhat true thing that may have slightly sort of in some way happened to someone at some point. Is that right? I thought it was based on a um, comic, which is it's weird. It's based on a comic. Yeah, it's oh. based on a comic. Well, obviously, anything me. I will say subsequently to this makes no sense anyhow. So, <laughs> No, not at all. It could be anything that you saw from the trailer. Like, I don't I, know. I, I, Chris, I'm, I'm with you. It, it, was dressed, it was dressed like a pretty good movie i i thought the cast was styled well the cast was like maybe interesting common is in it (laughs) by Um, the way i'm not saying i think the trailer looked bad i don't even disagree i've just now seen it in full yeah from the trailer something else that intrigued me was uh peggy olsen uh elizabeth moss she's a very good actor and i like her in things and it looked like her character maybe had the most interesting turn because she seemed to be be the most violent of the three it appeal it looked like in the trailer like she really starts to get off on like violence and even murder. on the poster she's the one with the gun murder you know what Pistol i totally agree she was the best acting and best character so i guess you're taking away from the trailer the truth of it all without the truth that the entire plot is nonsense okay <laughs> okay yeah they didn't mention that in the trailer yeah. <laughs> I, chris did you catch that <laughs> I think it was after, like, you know, that, those little tidbits they do sometimes after they show the little blurb, like the title of the movie and stuff, they show that little tidbit. I think that oh, yeah. you, may, you may have missed that part, Jeremy, where they talk <laughs> about the script being um, in the, the I never read those. Nonsense. Yeah. But, but you do. And, yeah, uh, it's in the fine print. Well, it, I, right in there, it just said, this whole plot is nonsense. It, I reconvened with Adam on 
Wednesday, and we'd seen it together on Monday. And when mm-hmm. I knew we were going to be doing this, I said, just help me walk through the movie again so I have it. And we concluded that it was complete nonsense because, like, between the two of us, we still couldn't figure out some key stuff. Um, but I'm still prepared, very prepared. This is a fun, wouldn't it be funny if this was the format of the show? Just Jeremy and I saying things that we randomly thought while watching the trailer and Sam being like, yeah, you're kind of right. That's the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Worst number podcast three. ever. <laughs> Our third movie one. It's not Let's... called Get Spoiled. It's called, uh, I don't know, Guess Spoils. <laughs> Guess Spoils. That's good. <laughs> I like That's it. strong. Papyrus anyway, is kind of like weird. an internet joke, like. There's Comic Sans, which is an internet joke, and Papyrus is the other internet joke font. And I like and both of them. Torres, Do you? They're yeah. both whimsical. Yeah. Yeah, They're see, so that's why you like them. They're that's so why you like them. You know it. Submit your There's next a... screenplay all in Papyrus. <laughs> that would be... I think that would be one of the things where you'd select all in the document and then apply Papyrus, and the document page count would increase by, like, 40%. <laughs> Also, isn't Papyrus, like, only all caps? Really? Yeah, you're, I've uh, never maybe. really seen a... Yeah, I can't picture a small-lettered Papyrus. I might be wrong about that. Whatever. Um, anyway, obviously, that's the font we should be going with for the new show art. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely Papyrus. So Luna can just... Papyrus and, um, like, some... Like, a smattering of wingdings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wingding. <laughs> Remember Wingdings? I never really got I thought, it. I couldn't I use it. I remember I thought, like, when I first saw that, I was like, interesting. Will this become some sort of code? And I'll have to learn wingdings, and then only those that know wingdings will, will communicate in this in this new language. <laughs> That's what I thought when I was, like, a kid when I first. There was one kid in all, of our, in all of our schools who at some point changed their paper to wingdings, printed it, and handed it in. <laughs> what are you thinking? What are you doing? What are yeah. you doing? I just, I'd expel you. I, well, I think they also then just handed in the regular one. You know? They were just, you know, they were just joshing. I don't know. With that, with that level of Test moxie, I think I would reward it. So Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. So this movie is not a comedy, by the way. Despite its three stars being Melissa McCarthy, Tiffany Haddish, and fine Elizabeth Moss, who's not known for comedy chops. She can be funny, but she's not a comedy actor like the other two yeah. are. This obviously. is like full on drums. Full yeah. on drums. I feel like, to be fair, I feel like McCarthy and Haddish can both do the drums. McCarthy like can. Haddish, not. Really? But Hannish, Haddish, Hannish, she's seen some shit. I feel like she should be able to draw on that. She's got the ability to commit, um, which she did with the various fruits and what, what have you was <laughs> mm-hmm. someone who's capable of that. I think could get there, but um, uh, maybe the, uh, it's going to take some time for her. Maybe it, it, like the overall problem with this film is not the performances. It's just it's, that it's stupid. Hell's kitchen. Sam, quick question. <laughs> the kitchen referenced in the title. Hell's kitchen. Yes. Hell's bells. Confirmed. Pretty good title. Good title. Okay, I'll just let's just dive in. Um, he's wasted Hell's enough Kitchen. of your time. Yeah, he sure is. Uh, okay, so is he in it? Don't Daredevil. Is Daredevil? In <laughs> yeah, this uncredited. Movie? No, Chris. This Kingpin? is not an episode of Guess Spoils. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Let me just switch lanes here. 
All right. Is Kingpin in it? What <laughs> happens in this movie? There you go. Nice. <laughs> nice. Good recovery. Okay, so there are three wives of Irish Hell's Kitchen mob guys in the 70s. As discussed, Melissa McCarthy, Tiffany Haddish, and Elizabeth Moss are those wives. It starts off with the three husbands, Rob, Jimmy, and Kevin, getting together to do one last big heist. Though the wives warn them that the heat is on and maybe they shouldn't, but they go anyway. Uh, now, it's like a stick-up now thing. Now you say, um, so, quick question, you say they're mob guys, they're they're in the Irish gang, yep. the mob, but they're not... They're clearly not high enough in the rung that they organize or command heists. They do them. They're muscle? Yeah, and so that's one of the curiosities of the film is that they are, like, grunt-on-the-ground guys, yet later they are positioned as being somewhat big cheeses. Maybe that is the extent to which the Irish gang rose. Like, maybe they don't have that many higher tiers. Like they didn't become a cartel kind of thing? Oh, yeah, or a mafia. Maybe, because they don't mafia. really have, like, a much higher cheese they go to. However, okay. Kevin's okay. mom, so Kevin's Medium married cheese. to um, Tiffany Haddish, and his mom is Margot Martindale, a return okay. gets spoiled mother character. And, Welcome back. And uh, she's seems to be in some sort of authoritative position, and she hates Tiffany Haddish. Margot Martindale is Haddish's mom, mother? Mother-in-law. In-law? Yeah. Mother-in-law. Yes. And Margot was, uh, whose mother was she? Marky's. Was she Marky's mom? Yep. yep. In instant in, family. Uh, a- adoption family. Yep. Instant family is what you said. <laughs> so Margot, welcome family, back. Not as good of a title. <laughs> right. And Melissa McCarthy, let's acknowledge as well. I mean, this is her third time on Get Friend Spoiled. of the show. Sorry. Friend of the <laughs> show, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. Welcome back, Mel. <laughs> so good to have you back and she's Uh, married to jimmy and he so kevin margo marndale's son he is believably a like thuggy gang guy he's the only one of the three most mccarthy's husband is jimmy he's just kind of like a hang dog whiny guy yet is somehow to be feared but they get along fine like their marriage is okay and they've got two kids okay and then and, um, uh, Moss's husband is Rob, and he's played, if you watch Russian Doll, um, he yes. is the professor, like the leery professor, like pervy guy. Yeah. And he that is physically is, abusive to good. her. Yeah, but that, oh. that, that's their thing. Um, the actor's name is Jeremy Bob, which is just really? an amazing name. <laughs> Two B's on Bob. I had no idea. Um, but in this, he plays Rob. Jeremy yep. Bob plays Rob. <laughs> yep. That's oh, what's their marriage like? What's uh, what's he's, Rob and uh, Elizabeth Moss? He's he beats her, and oh. she's not happy. So uh, not great. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna explain the gunplay later. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So the the three guys get together, and the heist is noticed by FBI agent Common and partner. Okay. All right, we're gonna stop for a minute. <laughs> Who's uh, first of all? How did he achieve such a rank? And second of all, <laughs> who is this partner of Commons? Commons partner is no name, nondescript. I don't even remember if it was a girl or a boy. Uh... <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> because Common was so radiant. Yeah. <laughs> well, this person couldn't even couldn't even establish their gender while on screen with Common. Or maybe uh, they weren't gender. 
I don't want to be so limited in my views. Yeah, I don't know. Identifying. Last night, I actually watched an interview clip with Common. He's been uh, doing the talk show circuit because you see, he's got a bunch of movies in the in the in the box office, and also he's written a book this year, and he's written he put out an album which is based on the concepts that he forwards in his book. Look forward to all of that. <laughs> I fucking hate this guy so much. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, but I'm glad he's in this movie. Welcome back, Common. Yeah, is this the second or his third? Show, a I friend don't. of the show, Common. I don't know. What's he it been? It might What's be his third. Been? Well, he was in... Um, he was in Hunter, Hunter Killer. Killer. He's uh, observing the heist. He's been, like, staking these guys out, following He's in Ocean's them. 8, yes. by the way. He was in Ocean's 8. Third... He wow. was? I don't even remember him being in it. He's in Ocean's 8. Good oh, my God. God. Also, he's in Girls Trip as himself. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Guys, Melissa McCarthy, Common, three peats for both of them. Two yeah. legends Gorgeous. converge here today. Get spoiled. That means those are our favorite actors in Hollywood. Favorite actor and act- actress of this podcast. Yes, of, mo- of people's whose movies, of people's, of people whose movies we don't want to see. Common <laughs> are the top. Yeah, and by don't want to see, you mean. We don't see, and Sam sees all of. <laughs> um, but that's my cross to bear. It's I, true. I enjoy it. I, it's a bit of fun. So again, he's well, he's staking them out. So he must have been onto them. He knew they were going to do this heist. Yes, it will all and they, be made clear. So it's just like a stick up heist. Some, some store. Bank? They don't really like. We barely even see what they do. He catches them. And they've got their masks on. They get into a fight. They actually beat him up, which you probably would have enjoyed. And then what? when they're about to go run off, other cops show up, like other city cops. Um, Do they have other, like, dudes who can, like, back them up? Other gang dudes? Um, not in this heist. Okay. It's a three, they it's do a three in general. Crew. Yeah. Three-man crew with no backup plan, no – just, like, backup plan is punch the FBI. Yeah, and they well, thought the- this was going to be an easy gig, whatever it was that they were trying. Yeah. All right, so now they're now – they're- They've been nabbed. They're nabbed. The, they're in the joint. By the fuzz. Yeah. And they get three years in jail, all three of them. Damn. And the husband's promised that little Jackie, who will now be taking over as kind of head cheese, as discussed, they don't really have kind of like a big boss, but he will be now the main guy and he will take care of them. They so were... little Jackie is uh, other gang guy who we haven't met yet. Correct. Little Jackie's next in line. Yeah. And he's promised to take care of them. They all receive envelopes of cash, but they seem a little bit light per what the ladies were expecting. However, Tiffany Haddish is reluctant to approach Margaret Marndale because they have a very hostile relationship, which has gotten worse now that the intermediary husband and son is not there. And what is the nexus of the uh, tension between the two of them? Is she just never approved of Haddish? As uh, a, a wife for her son? I don't want to speak too out of turn, but if I had okay. to guess, I would say it would be racial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. They don't Irish really people, get into that, but it's. It, I felt that. Irish people are racists. <laughs> and I acknowledge that that statement is inherently racist to Irish people, but Irish people are white. <laughs> and it was the 70s. And it was a different time. Seventies, different the time. They were in whiter then. Um, 
Fair enough. Uh, and what was the state of their marriage? How were how was Haddish and um, Kevin? Um, it seemed more like a business relationship than loving. Okay. No Haven't kids? we established the beating no already? No. Uh, oh, beating is the other relationship. Yeah. Rob. Rob. Beats. Rob's, yeah. yeah. The horse. only one of the three best kids is McCarthy. Is just McCarthy. Two. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So they approach little Jackie as a trio and quietly request that he perhaps consider upping their allowance, to which he tells them to piss off. Um, during the meeting, one of his other lackey guys says, well, the reason we don't have as much flush money in the account is because some of the places that we do protection for um, have not been paying on time. That's how they kind of get their cash flow from mm-hmm. getting like all the shops, you know. And they treat this like a problem, like it's something they don't know what the solution is to. Yep. And McCarthy says, well, why don't we contribute to that? Like, we could go talk to the stores. I don't know why she thinks that they would be good at that, having not ever participated in the gang before. But she offers, and they laugh at her and say, like, that won't be necessary. uh, And, like, take the money and say thank you. We'll give you what we feel like giving you. Take it or leave it. So, but... I need to back up to they're a gang and like literally half of what they do is go around and make collections yep. Yep. and uh, they can't even do that. Correct. But that's the easiest thing to do <laughs> as a gang. You don't even have to do any violence. You just have to like in- insinuate violence. Yep. While well, they're yeah. getting a lot of back pay issues. Maybe they're thin on just people. Is it a human resources issue where they just don't have enough guys to go out and do the collections? I think it's a, maybe a training issue. An issue was had. Most McCarthy's like, we could fill that gap and do some collections. And they're obviously laughed out of the room by the yes. by little Jackie. Yeah, I and bet what, I can guess what happens next. Well, what transpires next is one of the bulkier topics that Adam and I discussed. Because, like, how do, how do they achieve what they're about to achieve? And I don't really have a good answer. So um, you'll solve questions. They got the name of one of the stores because they heard it mentioned through Little Jackie's guy. And so even though they were not requested to do so, they go anyway on their own time. Yeah, right. Uh, That's what I was going to guess. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And they learn that uh, in this particular case, there's like a rat infestation or something. And the thing that they're paying for to the gang is not being serviced. So they're frustrated, and that's why – that's part of why. They're like, well, they're not doing the protection or the thing that we're, like, paying the monthly for, so we're not going to pay. And McCar- Yeah. These problems go all the way to the top. Wait, but a protection racket is you show up, you go, hey, I'm a friend of the neighborhood, and uh, there's, you know, there's bad guys around here. And if you pay me, I'll make sure those bad guys don't do anything to you, but if – if you don't, you know, a rock's going to go through your window and your, your staff are going to get assaulted. Nothing they I don't can do. They, they don't typically get actually do work. They don't I typically know. actually get rid of a rat infestation. I know. That's, that's not, why I was confused. That's, that's a legitimate business. That's why I was that's confused called, at the complaints by the collectees. Could, could, could it – and I'm definitely reading things into this movie that didn't happen. But could <laughs> go. could it have been that – the these Irish gang fellows, their uh, their like ostensible legit business was some right. sort of pest control or sanitation work, no, and they weren't following not. through on that. 
Definitely not. But could it have been that? <laughs> yes. So the store all... <laughs> is mad that there are rats in it and that the mob hasn't gotten rid of the rats? Something like that. It was wild. I think you're giving them too much credit with the word mob. I have a feeling <laughs> that they may not have read, read the like the handbook, you know? <laughs> They're like, okay, guys, we're going to start a gang. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to help everybody in the neighborhood. And in for exchange, we're going to ask for donations. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone's going to be super scared for their lives because we have lead pipes, <laughs> which well, we need, which we need to fix their plumbing. <laughs> In short order, the three ladies the persuade like all of Hell's Kitchen to pay them instead of little Jackie. I don't know how or why they do that. Um, because when little Jackie goes to one of those businesses, which is a salon, and they come out and they're like, well, they said they already paid. I don't know why they just accept that. Like, I don't care who else you paid. You still have to pay me. But that does not happen. Wait, that does not, that little doesn't Jackie happen. Little Jackie accepted that explanation from them? That, he, the, that the lady crew was already there? Yeah, he's like, oh, they already paid their monthly to someone else. We have to go oh, deal well. with the ladies, not deal with this business. Well, Jackie well, has a call to make there. He, he either... As a manager... Yeah, he can screw. He can go hard on them and be like, "I don't care. You paid them. They're I don't know who they are. You still owe me." He could do that. He could squeeze them that way. But he's been having issues of the community. Yeah, and his customer base is not happy in the first place. So he's basically deciding not to squeeze them further and, but rather deal with this rogue Melissa McCarthy collection agency. Yep, that's what he does. And so Melissa McCarthy enlists two of Jackie's top enforcers. Thuggy guys because they're cousins of her husband, Jimmy. And she says, when he gets out and he sees that you were not loyal to me, there's going to be trouble. And that also confused me because Jimmy is not scary at all. But they do join her. So they, like, amass a tiny crew of other guys to be their enforcers. It makes no sense. But they do take over all of Hell's Kitchen to little Jackie's dismay. Uh, Margot Martindale okay. is not supportive is there of a it. Montage? Yeah. How does, again, that, how does this all happen? To, yeah, yeah, you got much. to. Yeah, you got to take over Hell's Kitchen real quick. Yeah. And clearly, so did the movie. But just help us out there. They just go around and say mm-hmm. we're doing this now, and we're going to be better at it. And we've got these thugs, and my husband is so and so. So you know, apply that awareness to your decision. Can okay. you tell me what little Jackie's up to during all of this? Just kind of yelling at his other guys in anger. Is he like smacking his hand on the hand on the table and like do your jobs? Yeah, pretty much. And the girls just say like drinking whiskey. Yeah, they're like little Jackie. We're in charge now. Like deal with it. And um, do they do they feel entitled? Like they're essentially just going around and stealing all of little Jackie's clients, which isn't cool. But (laughs) nothing they they do is cool. What is their justification for it were were these roots like somehow belonging to their husbands before or something do they feel like they have any claim on this turf well they felt like he wasn't paying them enough in their monthly envelope and and they laughed at them when they tried to get more so there's like well we're gonna do this and somehow we're good at it so uh we're taking the bull by its own horn they're just not happy with the money they're getting so they're Mm -hmm. taking over yep they take it over and they ice jackie all together and they prove to be a much better supporter of the community as seen in getting some union contractor guys um better paying jobs like they negotiate that on behalf of this like crew of workers 
Do they deal with the rat infestation in the salon? They do. Yeah, they clear oh, out, clear out those messes. I don't know how because they I don't they don't really show how they accomplish that. They just show the aftermath of being thanked. It's a little bit like a godfathery kind of situation. I don't necessarily mean Godfather the movie, but more Godfather the type of mafia gangster guy who like is the paternal head of a community and does help people with stuff. Mm-hmm. But the difference here is that they are expecting it and rebelling when they don't get in a way that (laughs) that that never is otherwise. Whereas the real kind of Godfather situation is that that person chooses to bestow that thing on those things on people who just serve him well, because that's what they do. Yeah. Because that's what everybody does. Yeah. Usually they are, usually the people are ruled by a healthier or greater level of fear. It's more of a fascist state where yes. you you don't if you don't get what you want well that's too bad but you suffer in silence for fear right. of reprisals whereas here they it's more democratic they literally replaced a leadership they were not happy with with one that would do better for them they're like uh, they're like stockholders yeah yes. well they do use or some citizens. fear tactics in a later element which I'll come to shortly but yeah for now they're just like being better at the community leaders yeah Cool. Well, this is a very uplifting and inspiring film. This is great. Well, Common should be thrilled. Me, well, I'm just going to mention that throughout all this, he has been lurking seen. them in various vehicles in various shirts. He does not speak. He just is like scouting them <laughs> over this time. Okay. What kind of shirts? Just different like blouses. You often refer to men's shirts as blouses. I think I'll it's just, funny. I'll just notice that out loud. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> It's because I think it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) But things take a bit of a different turn right now when Elizabeth Moss is walking on the street and is attacked physically by little Jackie. And he's about to rape her just in the middle of broad daylight in the street when suddenly he is shot in the head and killed. Who shot him, you might wonder. I thought, did I black out and miss this character's introduction in the movie? I had not. It's Domhnall Gleeson somehow. So he's uh-huh. shown up, uh, let me guess, straight from Ireland. <laughs> well, straight from not there. He used to be uh, a thug uh, under Kevin, but he had to disappear for a couple of years due to being under some heat. So he may have been in Ireland, but I don't know. He's just been... Is that a street term? <laughs> yeah. He's been under some okay. heat. Hi. Okay. Yeah. That's and what they say on the street, Chris. Yeah, and he uh, plays an American accent. I don't know how accent. it is in WeHo. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much heat here. Um Let's see. Yeah, so he's now back. He's American. I'm back. And he's like, I killed that guy for you. And they take the body back to one of their homes. I guess it's Elizabeth Moss's home. And he teaches the three of them how to break down the body, like to cut it apart to be um, throw-outable. And Melissa McCarthy and Tiffany Haddish are disgusted, whereas... Elizabeth Moss really leans into the lesson. I found it to be the most intriguing scene of the entire film. She does do kind of insane, like, rage well, or, or like, I don't know. She, yeah, it was she's just like a like silent fascination yeah. and, like, bloodlust. She can get really intense in the eyes if she wants to. Yeah. That's her, kind of her jam. Yeah. yeah, the fascination thing. She's good at... We like to watch her learn things. She's always, like, taking it in and learning. 
And it was so long and detailed. You don't see the body. You just see his knife and, like, him gesturing from above the bathtub perspective. But it goes on forever. He's like, and then you cut into this tendon and you and turn it this way. And so it's really gruesome, but you just don't see it. But we see them seeing it, you know? It was cool. Gotcha. And I think you just – you mentioned that he's American. He's not – Yes. He's doing an American accent. Is anyone doing an Irish accent? No. Is anyone Irish-Irish? No, no. They're all American. Okay. Yeah. Just common. <laughs> Common's doing Irish accent. Yes. Well, he's undercover. How is he? Yeah. Depending on which blouse he's wearing. That's true. That's true. When he's wearing his green shiny blouse, he has the Irish accent. That's right. Hard to tire to tire. Well, the protection game escalates because there is some pushback. And very immediately, Elizabeth Moss just becomes a full-on murderer, um, killing... <laughs> people that get in their way also in a very loose montage way with very limited detail, but they just lean into full murder mostly and, on um, her part. And Gleason. you said, you said, yep. There, you said there was some pushback and that would make sense because the leader of the gang got shot in the head. <laughs> right. So, so it's like a gang war. Um, part. Yeah. I think the guys that they kill are from the gang. Yes. Hmm. So you do. So you're watching a montage. You're watching Elizabeth Moss murder people. I don't even really you, know why. You don't know why or who she's killing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She's just killing people who are in her way, ostensibly. Yep, in the way of their racket, somehow. I didn't. Well, that's see this how movie. you gangster, right? I mean, that's how it works. Murder. Murder people who get in your way. Yep, and they flirt over their killing. Uh, aptitude. She becomes his protege, and he confides that when he knew her husband was in the clink, that was an open opportunity for him to come and woo her. Uh, hmm. Makes his wow. intentions so, yep. so they knew each other before, and yes, because he used to be under Kevin, who's Mister Tiffany Haddish. And we're into this because Jeremy Bob beats her. Yes. Okay. Were you into their? chemistry yes that was the only part of the movie i was into (laughs) i see you bought into it i was all in Mm -hmm. sexy murder yeah you know yeah i like a protege mentor situation if it's good yeah Yeah, protege mentor situation very good (laughs) what a situation um meanwhile tiffany lords over her new status over margaret martindale who is angered that she has been displaced and then she meets her own mother in Harlem who praises her for raising up in the ranks. And then she knew from a young age that Tiffany was going places. So she's right. heard, heard tell of what's going on in the kitchen. Yep. Hmm. Uh, back at Melissa's house, she tells her kids now because she's getting a little big for her britches. She's getting she's transformed from her introductory meek persona to now being a bit hard boiled. And Mm -hmm, she tells her mm -hmm. kids that all she wants is for her kids to be respected because they fear Melissa. That's her new goal. A healthy goal. (laughs) Definitely what we should all want for our children. (laughs) It's for the respect that they get from the community to be engendered by the fear they have for their parents. It's beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) She takes mothering very seriously. Um, then, as their next gambit, they realize that there's a Hasid community, I guess, near or in Hell's Kitchen, um, that okay. has a lot of dough, um, but that they are giving all their monthly money to the Brooklyn gang over the 
River. And I assume the Brooklyn gang are Italians. Yes. Yes. I, I was wondering when Italians were going to show up in this thing. Yep, right now. And so Perfect. this Good. is when they use a bit more of the fear-mongering, and they say, you should pay us. We're right here down the street. How is Brooklyn across the river, across the bridge, whatever? How are they going to help you? We're right here, implying that they're also Good right point. here to, to menace them if they don't mm-hmm. go with them. So the mm-hmm. Hasids do so. And in short order, the trio is summoned to the head of the Brooklyn group, played by... I don't think Italian Bill Camp. Bill Camp. No, I don't believe he is naturally Italian, but perhaps he is. Could People be. in this movie are really easily persuaded to start paying all of their illegal monies to other people just on the spot. Yep. Like, oh, all this this huge portion of what my expenses, I'll just start giving to this. Like, you've made a really good case, <laughs> person I've never met before. Yep. They're really yeah. good at doing the collections. <laughs> Little Jackie should have accepted the offer you know on the go. I, I guess they deserve it, right? Yep. All right. Um, yeah, so- it just they're, they're pretty. Yeah, like basically whoever asks last gets it. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone in the community is like, well, this is the this is how it works. Whoever asks you most recently, that's how you pay money <laughs> to until somebody else asks you, can I have the money? And then you're like, oh, you get the money now. Got to switch that's it up. It. Yeah, that's it. Variety so, is the spice of money. Bill Camp <laughs> says, right. I'm mad, but I'm not going to kill you right now because instead I insist that we all team up and we can share um, the Hell's Kitchen together. Mm-hmm. And because Delightful. he's got a bit more muscle, they agree. He also warns them, and they don't follow up, research it, or do anything about it. And somehow he knows this, that the husbands are getting sprung much sooner, only within a couple of months. Sorry, did we already talk about what year this movie is taking place in? The 70s. 78 or 9, I believe. There's a thing in the okay. a text thing at the beginning. Um, and he says, if you want to keep being the muscle... After your husbands come out, because they're not going to be happy, you need the weight of my organization to back you. And they accept that logic. Well, can you, can you go over that logic again? So I'm so sorry. So the husbands are going to get sprung sooner than later, only within and a couple more months. Sprung, is that a jailbreak or is that an early release? Early release. Okay. For some reason, like no explanation. And so okay. he says they're not going to be happy when they find out because the wives didn't tell the husbands they were doing this. They right. are just running game on their own, and they thought they had a couple more years to yep. do so. And so he's like, well, they're not, not going to be happy. Apparently not. He's like, they're not going to be That's happy, insane. and they're going to try and take it back from you, but with the backing of me and my group, you can still be in charge of your group. So, but so, so they're all against their own their husbands own hus- now? What? Yeah. Well, I mean, I get that Elizabeth Moss is. I guess. Even then. Like, what is- Melissa McCarthy is a family woman. They, what... He, he's like, your husbands will be mad that you did this. That is true. So when they get out of jail, we'll I'll kill your husbands for you. Yeah, so that we will. <laughs> you'll have our violent strength on your side, and you will win a battle of violence against your own husbands. Well, he, it doesn't even escalate. He's just knowing that you have my backing will maintain your position. Right, but inherently under the threat of violence. Yes, because that's all this is. Yeah. So that's so stupid. That's it's very so... stupid. Um, but and what's back, common in all of this? I was just going to say, back to common. He's still lurking, and there's some sort of reference to cleaning up loose ends. And don't question me on this one because it'll come out later. But his partner, male or female, is shot <laughs> from a long distance to death. 
Um, oh, that's so sad. I'll really miss him or her. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to ask you about him or her, but I've been told not to. <laughs> so next we see Elizabeth Moss talking to Domhnall Gleeson saying, I'll never let him hit me again. I'm leaving my husband before he gets out of jail. Like I'm leaving the apartment. He's going to come back to an empty home because I'm not back with him. Um, and then, let's see, okay, then Margot Marnell is still upset, but she thinks that now that Kevin is shortly going to be returned, that she will get some of her authority back. So they go for a walk to discuss her and Tiffany, Margot and Tiffany, and Tiffany opens a little gate in, like, the New York style, where it has, like, three steps down to the front door of the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Like the little, like, loading area gate or whatever? Yeah, and... Margo's like, why are we even going to this restaurant? And then Tiffany says, restaurants are closed on Mondays, bitch. And then pushes her down those three flights of three stairs and she dies. She dead. The husband's come home. Jimmy, Mr. McCarthy, he's embarrassed that his wife is now top dog. Kevin is angry. Because Um, sexism? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Kevin is... Well, it goes beyond sexism, though. It is... They, they did take their careers while <laughs> they were in jail, and going to jail is like a necessary part of the of the life. It, yeah. it is even but, beyond sexism. Even if these were same sex couples, it would still be fair to be like, bro. I was talking about the embarrassment part. Like, who's um, who's to say that they wouldn't yeah. come back and just be like, "Hello, person I'm married to. Thank you for you know keeping the business going. Let's well, but, get back to it together." But. But they, but clearly the ladies aren't interested in that because they hired Coretti to back them in a war against their own husbands. <laughs> That's the part. Is when do the husbands find that out? Is the embarrassment there before or after that revelation? Before. See, that's the weird part. However, Kevin's response of anger is much more understandable. I think it's fair to be angry. Yeah, he's angry. Sexism aside, does not ask where his mother is at all. Um, but he's angry at, uh, at Tiffany. They separate hostilely, but like they're both kind of just going to go on their own way for now. And Tiffany, Tiffany does not, as a throwaway line, perhaps go, oh, and by the way, I killed your mother. <laughs> no, she does not. It is never Doesn't referenced. <laughs> With my extreme shoving powers. <laughs> Three steps, but a mighty shove. <laughs> nope. Oh, you think you're mad that I stole your entire career? Guess what? I killed your mother. <laughs> Drop the mic. Walk out. I wish. I think Haddish would have nailed that line. Yeah, they should have had her say that. Would have been good. Um, so and honest. Then Rob comes to Elizabeth Moss's new apartment to attack mm-hmm. her. He's angry that she has left him. Uh, she allows him to punch her a couple times in the stomach. Like, she goads him into it. And wow. when she's on the floor... In pain, she reaches under her pillow for a gun and shoots him to death. And then, of yep. course, her and Gleason lovingly break that down, break down the body. Oh, they do their oh. thing again? How yeah. they fell in love. <laughs> so this part, I think, is going to frustrate you. I know it did for me. Um, no, there's no chance that it will. <laughs> no chance. Does it involve common and blouses? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay. I never thought I'd say this, but what is common? <laughs> Well, (laughs) Tiffany confesses to Melissa that she has been dating and colluding with Common all this time. Common shows up. He and Tiffany French. And we see a very brief flashback to Haddish alerting him to the heist 
off the bat. And so that's how we knew the husbands were doing that gig in the beginning. And Haddish did that on purpose to get the husbands out of the way because she's been doing a long play to take over the Hell's Kitchen all this time, including marrying Kevin in the beginning. She wanted to infiltrate the Irish gang like from the go. Holy shit. <laughs> um, I, I have to say that that is annoying in a way, but also... I congrats. I did not expect that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. It turns out my wild statement that I wouldn't be frustrated about what you're about to say was true. I I'm down with this twist. Oh, I'm down. I, I found it. It was so abrupt and so crazy. And then yeah. what I think later... for us, the whole movie's been so abrupt. Like you said, yeah. they take over Hell's Kitchen in like one <laughs> sentence. I know. I know. <laughs> so the whole storytelling has been like that. So this twist doesn't feel any more abrupt for us. That's fair. And but that is Speak how the movie yourself. is. Um, yeah. But by For the way, <laughs> um, Common is not in the film again. Oh, well, good news. Well, that is frustrating. <laughs> uh, I thought I'd never say that either. And it's only frustrating because that seemed it. it's odd that the big twist is that he is mastermind with Haddish. And yet now you introduce him as a criminal mastermind, not a cop. And then you don't ever follow up on him. Correct. Or is and he I her believe... pawn also? No, he's just not mm. in it again. I believe he's the one that shot his own partner. I cannot confirm. But yeah, he's been part of this all along. I guess he's alive and well by the end. Huh. A he lot like John Wick too. sniped his own partner. <laughs> nondescript partner. I think. I'm not sure. It could have been Domino. Unclear. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. A scene where she takes him out would have been cool. Yep. Where then we see that he's a pawn as well. Anything with him getting a resolution would have been cool. Does not happen. It's just like at the end of John Wick 2 when he leaves a knife in him. I wasn't sure if he was alive or dead. I feel like he lived. Do you? But he I didn't do. come back in 3. I know. I wasn't I wasn't sure cuz doesn't Wick say something like it's like you got to leave that knife in you. Yeah, so, and I figured like, he just would leave it in until he was able to seek medical attention. Oh, that's right. You have to if you pull it out you'll bleed out or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. That's Common's thing. He likes to leave you in Suspense as to whether his character lived or died. <laughs> because he's our last true artist. Look at him. He's, look at all the things he's doing right now. Are you going to read his book? Of course, yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I don't Common want to, but can I not? Book 2019. I'm looking this up for you. What's the title? Common. Oh, it's hard to Google. <laughs> It doesn't give me the results I want. Because you wrote Common Book? Yeah. <laughs> Common Book 2019. Okay, guys, you ready? Do you know what the title of this book is? No. Okay, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what it is. The cover like Soul is... Soul Child is, or something. The cover, is a, the cover is a picture of him. He's wearing white pants and a pink sweater, sleeves rolled up slightly, looking Good. straight into the camera. Good. And okay, my the guess title is the book, it's Smooth. Okay. And Jeremy soul, soul Child. Soul Child. And the real title of the book is Let Love Have the Last Word. Colon. Oh, dear colon. God. Colon. A memoir. <laughs> By Common. Who? Who? Who does Podcast over. Who does he think he is? We'll talk about this more in our Common podcast <laughs> on doyoulikeToparty.com. <laughs> yeah or whatever next movie we do because common will fucking be in it <laughs> okay so he's not in the movie anymore no, he's not in the movie anymore uh, Wilson and Tiffany are 
yeah, they're summoned to Bill Camp again, where he reveals that Kevin, Mr. Haddish, put hit on them, the three of them. But instead of accepting the gig, the Greek guy who self-identifies very passionately about his Greekness, and he came to Bill Camp instead to report this. Who's the Greek guy? He's not. He's new to the film. He's the oh. he's the uh, assassin. He's the man hit hired by Kevin to do the hit. Yeah. But he instead of doing the hit, he broke the hitman code and uh, brought the information to Coretti. Correct. And Tiffany says, I'll, yeah, I'll pay you double of whatever they offered you, and instead you kill Kevin and his crew. Melissa agrees, but she says, spare Jimmy, my husband. Like, he's an idiot, but he's still my husband, and, like, we, our relationship's okay. And spare one of the young thugs because he's so, he's like an innocent lamb. And uh, it's not right. So those are the two on the list to not kill. They continue running Hell's Kitchen, and all those kills are made. And we see Tiffany kissing <laughs> Kevin's corpse on the there forehead. There is a sense of abruptness to this film. It's totally, oh, it's yeah. crazy. It's and crazy. And all those kills are made. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. swiftly off screen, we see Tiffany find Kevin's corpse um, shot in the head. She kisses his forehead somewhat lovingly somewhat in sadness and he is laying on top of a dead whore that she does not acknowledge has been killed in the firefight he died doing what he loved <laughs> <laughs> i was just trying to i was just thinking the same thing but i didn't know how to put it into words <laughs> uh this you've movie clearly is... written a eulogy <laughs> <laughs> yes um it, this whole movie it's like the entire pacing feels like it's the final montage of The Godfather. Like that it's final crazy. 10 minute sequence. It's like this whole movie is that. Uh, back to Elizabeth Moss and Donald Gleason. <laughs> They're in love and they rhapsodize about their future together and he says we should make a baby together. Unfortunately, the young thug spared by Melissa McCarthy shows up at her apartment. A gunfight ensues where both are killed in front of Gleason to his Damn. heartbreak. Moss. Moss and the young assassin go down in a firefight Not against the assassin, each other. The thug that Melissa McCarthy said to the spare. Young, young thug. Yeah. Young thug. Yeah, yeah. Um, the right. So uh, a John, like when uh, when John Snow spared Ollie, and then Ollie killed. You know nothing. Exactly. Um, okay, so at the funeral, <laughs> Domnell and Tiffany blame Melissa McCarthy because had she killed the young thug. Elizabeth Moss would be alive. The group fractures for a time. And soon after, Melissa can't find her kids and is frantic, but she gets a phone call from Bill Camp's camp saying, you must come here now. We've got the kids. And Jimmy's here with them. Okay, sorry. I have a question. Um, Yep. When when it was revealed that Haddish was a mastermind the whole time and had been playing the long game, including even Mary and Kevin at all, that information was revealed to Moss and Melissa McCarthy? Just McCarthy. <clears throat> Just McCarthy. And McCarthy was fine with it? McCarthy was like, oh, you dog. Like, Pretty much. That... He's like, that's crazy. Let's keep doing what we're doing. Okay. Yep. Maybe not the worst decision. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't want to get shoved down a three-foot <laughs> flight of stairs. Yeah, uh, but so, now, okay. they're, <laughs> okay. now they're kind of broken up because they blame her. Um, but presumably okay. they're both kind of doing it 
like one doesn't take over the business from the other, but they're like independently doing it now somehow. Um, but so she goes to build camps camp. Jimmy is there. Annabella Shiora, for some reason, is in this movie. I guess she's Mrs. Bill Camp, and she's babysitting the kids, and she's like, what a life this is, huh? Like, something crazy. She must have had a larger part, but got cut. It was whack. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seemed a little late for Annabella Shiora to show up. She was in it for, like, two seconds earlier as, like, Mrs. Camp. But with no characterization. Better. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so what happened was Jimmy tried to broker a deal with Bill Camp to try and get his position back because he didn't want Melissa in the life. And when Melissa sees that he brought the children to this meeting, she goes mental about him choosing this negotiation over their children's safety, which I took pause at because it's not like her children were undercover in any other way. Like, they were in danger at all did, times. But why did Jimmy bring his children to negotiate with an Italian I think monster? He's just stupid. He, like, he just he brought was... them the way he would, like, take them to a hardware store. Yeah. <laughs> Kids, wait in the car. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, wait in the office <laughs> today in Amalfiora. <laughs> Don't wait in the car. I've heard that's bad. Come with, <laughs> Come with me. I can get a ticket. The wife of the Italian mobster I'm meeting with will watch you. Yeah. Maybe they'll have I... cookies. Well, in any case, she's so okay, incensed whatever. by his decision that mm-hmm. she closes the door, leaving Jimmy inside with Bill Camp and his crew, and, like, she gives a nod, which basically says, you may kill him now, and we just yep. hear, but do not see the gunshot, and she just looks at her kids who are on the other side of the door, like, oh, I just had your father killed. Let's go back to the city. So all hardcore. three, yeah, all three women murdered their husbands. Yes. All three of them. Yep. Um, We're almost at the home stretch here. So then Tiffany approaches her and says, we've got one last kind of big collection to do and I need you. So please meet me at wherever, you know, an hour or so. And Melissa agrees. Tiffany is there with Domnell in a freezer. And we realize that it's a sting that they are luring her so they can kill her. Definitely. Yeah. They yep. call out, they're like, come in here. But Melissa is no slouch, and she says, no, come out here to me in the store. And so they do, and somehow, off screen, and also very abruptly, she's assembled, like, all of the recipients of her benevolence in the community. So she's, like, there with, like, 30 guys holding various lead pipes, basically. Like, you can't get to me. I've got the community. So she had she had anticip- it's she had anticipated that yes. and, had, and had had the thirty lead pipe guys waiting around the corner. Yep. In case she got a whiff of a sting. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. That's part of the long game, you know. Uh huh. You got the community on your side by providing goods and services. <laughs> yeah. So yes. <laughs> they come out. Donald's training. Brand royal. <laughs> Yeah. Donald Trini's gun on her, but he knows he's no match for the rest of this big crew. Like, maybe he could pop one off on her, but then, you know, they'd get him. <laughs> so he just kind of in frustration puts his gun down and just storms through the crowd, never to be seen again in this film. And uh, okay. uh, then Tiffany and Melissa make shaky amends. Tiffany says, I've got Harlem and I can't run Hell's Kitchen without you. So do you want to have a go at this again together? And Melissa McCarthy says, yes. The end. Does she actually just say, yes? Pretty much. the credits roll? Pretty much. Great line. I don't even think it was that good. But yeah, that's the end. 
Uh, cool. Uh, <laughs> did they give uh, Did they give Melissa McCarthy or Tiffany Haddish any like single moment to do their Melissa McCarthy or Tiffany Haddishness? No. No. There was one moment in the trailer where they were counting money and McCarthy, they left it out at the very end, like the little thing after they say the name of the movie. It's like, damn, I forgot. I, I lost count again. <laughs> and like that was like the, the funny thing at the end. Oh, I they do like, show that. That's in the movie. I didn't find it but that's humorous. That's like her humorous moment. Yeah. She for, forgot how much money she had counted. Yeah. Hmm. I, I actually think she's a pretty good actor. This movie was just stupid. Mm. Mm-hmm. There is that. A lot I did she was happen. Good in, uh, I I thought she was good in that movie where she wrote the fake letters. Yeah, from she was famous good. Authors. Yeah, I like that movie. Oh yeah, that's supposed to be really good. It's got um, what's his face in it? Who I fucking love. Yeah, with uh, one eye, Richard E. Grant. I I listened to a very interesting interview with with him on Fresh Air with Terry Gross. It's hmm. <laughs> a good podcast. Lovely. NPR at its finest. Friend of the show, Terry Gross. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Terry, shout outs. Shout outs, what? Terry. Uh, and shout outs also uh, to our friends at Movie John, a wonderful uh, film periodical. Uh, they featured us kindly in their summer 2019 issue. Um, and they featured us along with a number of other uh, tremendous film podcasts. Also, all friends of the show. Yeah, shout out Movie John. True friends of the show, true shout outs. Absolutely. True love. Oh, and I believe they also do reviews in between their physical periodicals. If you want to check Absolutely. out their website. On the website, yep. Uh Internet.co.com.zine. I should know that. Dot party. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> Keep talking. Moviejohn.com because they're professionals. Assuming it land, but that's 
fly by night, but you in the sky right. Remember these cold side nights, moon, you my light. If heaven had a height, you would be that tall. Ghetto to coffee shop, I see that all. Let's stick to understanding and we won't fall. For better or worse times, I hope to me you call. So I pray every day more than anything. Friends will stay as we begin to lay this foundation for a family. Love ain't simple. Why can't it be anything worth having? You work at annually. Granted, we've known each other for some time. It don't take a whole day to recognize sunshine. Second. It's kind of fresh, you listen to more than hip-hop And I can catch you in the mix from beauty to thrift shop Plus you shit pop when it's time to Thinking you fresh, suggesting beats I should rhyme to At times when I'm lost, I try to find you You know to give me space when it's time to My heart's dictionary defines you It's love and happiness Truthfully, it's hard trying to practice happiness The time we committed love, it was real good Had to be for me to arrive and it still feel good I know the sex ain't gonna keep you But as my equal, it's how I must treat you As my reflection, the light, I'ma lead you And whatever's right, I'ma feed you Yo, I tell you the rest when I see you, please